Hi, I'm Holly and you're listening to the Guilt-Free Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about your inner critic and how to become its BFF. Now, you're probably thinking, what? (laughs) Inner critic? But let me tell you, how many times have you stopped yourself from doing something or avoided doing something purely because of that little nagging voice that you've had in the back of your head? That horrible little voice telling you that you're not good enough or you can't do it or you shouldn't do it or it's just nitpicking or maybe it's reminding you of that awful cringy thing you did as a child. Yeah, that's your inner critic. Now, you can either become your inner critic's best friend or you can become its mortal enemy, right? That's literally the only two options that we have here. So today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about becoming your BFF with your inner critic (laughs) and how that can benefit you. Now, uh, I'm going to address the elephant in the room here. If you're listening on Spotify, um, you will see my face. This is my first ever attempt at recording a video podcast. So if you enjoyed it, if you thought it was okay, um, then by all means, there will be a little box um, at the bottom of the episode on Spotify where you can leave your feedback. Um, I'd really, really appreciate your feedback, especially when I'm trying out these new things. Um, It just helps kind of make things, I suppose, a little bit better. So, what is your inner critic? Yeah, so I kind of briefly touched on this, but it is that little voice in the back of your head that is just nagging at you. It's just full of absolute shit, to be fair. (laughs) Um, It will use things like guilt or fear or shame, essentially to try and prevent you from doing something, um, you you know, whatever it is. And... It will also focus on things like problems or like negative, negative things like the negative outcome, the negative, um, you know, just having a negative outlook at, at this thing that you're trying to do. So your inner critic is there essentially to try and protect you. And it does, it does it in a really shit way. (laughs) It is trying to protect you from, um, doing something typically because it's something you've never done before it's usually when it likes to chime up um and it's trying to trying to i suppose dissuade you from doing that thing because you've never done it before and it will use things like guilt and fear and shame etc so it's not great um it will try and remind you of times like you know um your biggest fears it will try and remind you of things like what it might feel like to be hurt by doing this thing whether it's physically injuring yourself or emotionally you know becoming vulnerable and and doing something and then getting rebuffed for it whatever it is um it'll remind you of you know disappointments that you've experienced in your past it might talk about it might speak up about your limiting beliefs that you might have for the future whatever it chooses to do it's it's not pleasant it's it doesn't do it in a very kind way that's for sure so a lot of people i see a lot of people talking about silencing their inner critic or ignoring their inner critic and while i can understand that might work for some what i typically see happening is that inner critic's voice gets louder and louder and louder 
and it until you just can't ignore it anymore and that's not great <laughs> so i want to talk to you a little bit about actually utilizing this voice learning from it growing from it and essentially unlocking that potential to push past it and achieve even more amazing right <laughs> sounds good so to become that bff with your inner critic the first thing you really need to do is recognize that the inner critic is coming from a place of fear. It's it's coming from a place of feeling unsafe. Um, it's something unfamiliar and it feels unsafe and it's now going to come and speak up to you from that place of fear. So you want to recognize what is that fear? Is it a fear of judgment, a fear of failure? a fear of not being good enough, you know, understanding and recognizing what that root cause, what that root fear might actually be can help you then, um, you know, break past that. And, and that's really, that's going to be really powerful because once you're able to understand that inner critic and where that inner critic is coming from, you're going to be able to challenge that, um, that little opinion that it's got and I think the best I think the best way that you can challenge it is you know ask ask for the receipts here ask for the evidence where show me the evidence show me where your statement is true like show me the evidence justifying what what this statement is you know and if you're feeling that fear perhaps like uh, or you're, you're hearing that inner critic perhaps because you've got a work presentation that's due and that inner critic is is telling you that you know oh your presentation isn't good enough you didn't put in enough work your co-workers are gonna laugh at it your boss is gonna reprimand you for not working hard enough you know and it's it's talking about all these things and it's trying to put you off and you reach this point where you think, oh my God, I've done such a terrible job. I should just put, throw in the towel. I'm just going to email my boss. I'm going to tell him I can't, I can't do this presentation. My coworker will pick it up for me. They'll, they'll do it for me. And like, that's, that's what your inner critic wants. It wants you to bail. It's, it's using that fear. It's using those insecurities and those judgments. And it's, it's using that to guilt you and shame you into not doing the thing because of its fear. So if you're able to challenge that voice, then you're able to say, well, hang on, actually, show me a time, tell me about a time when your statement was true. Tell me about a time when my coworkers laughed at me for a presentation or show me a time when my hard work wasn't enough or a time when my boss, my manager, reprimanded me for not working hard enough or for doing something at work. Show me a time that confirms your statement to be true. And I will tell you what, there will be next to none. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's almost impossible that it will have any sort of evidence backing up what you're saying. It might find something that is a little bit close to what you're talking about or to what you're feeling, but you know you want it like for like here <laughs> show me a time when what you're saying is true when that came true when you're able to challenge that um that inner critic you're able then to use a little bit of self-talk and 
show show that inner critic a bit of compassion because ultimately it is a voice a little scared voice hair in my mouth (laughs) it's that little scared voice inside that's trying to talk you out of doing something because it's afraid of doing it it feels um unsafe it it doesn't feel protected it doesn't feel cared for and it's that that inner critic talking up about it so use a little bit of self-talk to show some compassion towards yourself and literally have a conversation with that inner critic whether you do it out loud or you do it in your head or you write it down whatever it is call it out and say do you know what thanks inner critic i hear what you're saying I understand that you have concerns about me giving a presentation to this audience today. I understand that I've never given this type of presentation to this type of audience. I hear your two cents. I you know, appreciate your two cents in it. However, I know it's going to be okay. I know it's going to be fine. I know my stuff. I have nothing to be afraid of. I'm very good at giving these presentations. This this topic is my bread and butter I'm quite happy to sit and talk about it if somebody was to just come up to me on the street and ask me I would give the same presentation but just on the side of the road I know that I'm going to be fine I am okay and even if the outcome doesn't go how I want it to be like if I if I don't get the outcome that I want which is everybody praising me for this wonderful presentation even if it doesn't go that way and maybe there is some feedback or, or whatever has happened, I'm also okay with that because I'm capable of receiving that feedback. I'm capable of taking that on board. I'm, I'm capable of, of managing and, and coping with the outcome that it comes that comes my way. Like I'm, I'm totally fine with that. So there's no need to be afraid in our critic. You hear me? <laughs> it's totally fine. I don't need to be afraid. So... Then when you start giving yourself or showing yourself that little bit of of compassion, it can really, I suppose, strengthen the trust in yourself to do do these things. And and it will will ultimately like boost your your confidence. And that's really, you know, it's going to be really powerful for you, like in the in the long run. I think maybe whenever you think about showing yourself compassion, it can be it can feel a bit uncomfortable it can feel a bit weird to start with if it's not something that you've ever done before but um it's honestly life-changing and it's a big part of you know mindset shifts and taking care of yourself that self-love you know that self-care you know um a lot of people think that self-care is bubble baths and face masks no it's compassionate self-talk <laughs> it's setting boundaries it's compassionate self-talk it's a whole topic that I could go into in another podcast but some I think some examples um for compassionate self-talk would be like if if something has happened and you st- you start feeling something that you don't necessarily feel comfortable with or you're feeling that fear or that sadness or that anger or something is boiling up and you just need to kind of work through that then instead of saying no do you know what I shouldn't feel this way I should be happy I should be grateful I should be dancing on the rooftops here like I shouldn't be feeling this way then instead of that judgment statement 
flip that round into a more compassionate statement where you think about, okay, hang on, I'm feeling this way right now. Why? Why do I feel like this? What's, what's going on here? What's happening? And what will happen is when you start to examine these emotions and these feelings, you start to understand maybe what's causing them, what's triggering them, what's the root cause coming from, you know, and it's all of those sort of areas that will help build you up and, and build your confidence up a little bit more. So a big thing that kind of comes up off the back of that is whenever you are feeling down or you're feeling dissatisfied or you're feeling annoyed or upset and you, you get that like that little voice and it's telling you like, look, do you know what? I shouldn't be feeling like this. That's not okay. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't get to feel like this because I've got so many good things going for me. And it's kind of like that thing that you get told, you know, and it's like, you know, be grateful for what you've got, you know, cheer up, chin up, be happy. So many people have it way worse than you, you know, buck up. <laughs> and it's terrible. It's a terrible thing to say. And it comes from such a crap place. And uh, I'm, I'm very much against it. I'm very much like, you know, no, <laughs> because when you flip that around and you, you recognize and you tell yourself, well, actually, do you know what? I'm feeling like this right now and that's okay because that doesn't make me ungrateful. And I think that's really powerful because when you recognize that the two aren't, you know, the two don't influence each other then you will feel a lot more free and giving yourself that space and that compassion to feel those feelings to understand those feelings and still ultimately recognize that just because you're having a human moment and you're feeling that way doesn't mean that you're ungrateful for your home for your job for your life for your partner whatever it is and you're allowed to feel frustrated and you're allowed to feel upset or angry or hurt and still understand that that doesn't make you ungrateful for you know what, whatever the wider kind of picture is so much like in a way that whenever people would say you know what just get over it and you're probably you you guarantee you've said this to yourself at some point in your life and you've just been like Do you know what just get over it it's fine it's whatever get over it and it can be quite hard for you to get over that because it's not, it's not very fair. <laughs> it's not very fair to say that. And whenever, instead of saying something like, just get over it, think about maybe, hang on, what am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling that way? And what can I do to take care of myself right now? What can I do to take care of my needs right now? And I would often use this as a bit of an example, but have you ever, has it ever been late at night or after a long day of work, or maybe you've, you've been traveling and you're feeling quite tired, you're feeling quite worn out, and you start thinking about all the things you did that day that you did wrong or you regret doing. It's like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I wear that, you know? And you start to beat yourself up about it and you're like oh my god I was so stupid for doing that thing or for saying that thing and you're just being hard on yourself and what happens is you're just 
you're just beating yourself up. And if you take a little step back, if you catch yourself and say, hang on a second, I'm being really hard on myself right now. Why? (laughs) Take a step back and recognize, actually, do you know what? I am really tired right now. I didn't sleep well last night. I've had a busy day. I've been traveling, whatever it is, and I need to rest. So I'm just not going to listen to those thoughts. I'm just not even going to entertain them right now. And I'm just going to take care of myself. My little complicated houseplant and I just need to go and lie down for a while. And whether you do just go and lie down in a dark room for 10-15 minutes or whether you just decide to take yourself off to bed nice and early, you will feel so much better and you will heal these bridges inside of yourself where those negative, that negative self-talk, that negative inner critic is beating you up, it's tearing you down, it's, it's ripping apart all the good things inside you. Instead, you're stopping that you're saying nope (laughs) and you go and you take care of that physical need quite similarly if you would get hangry i am definitely a hangry person unfortunately if my blood sugar gets a bit low i get a bit i don't know i get i get awful i get awful angry i get awful whatever and i have always been like that since i was like a a kid since i was like a toddler like you know I've, i've always been like that However, being hangry at three years old and throwing a tantrum because I want a snack versus being hangry now, it's two totally different things because as an adult, I'm able to recognize that, do you know what? I feel a bit short-tempered because I am hungry right now. All I can focus on is where my next meal is gonna come from. Am I gonna get a snack? Am I gonna get a cup of tea? What is it? Like I'm, I'm hungry, I need to satisfy that need right now and then I can move past it. But until I do that, I am irritable, I am short. So it's about protecting yourself and meeting that need so that you're not going to be hangry. And I can tell you what, three-year-old Holly could not, was not capable of that level of self-talk. So it just goes to show you that it is definitely a learning process. But showing yourself that little bit of love and compassion... It, it is honest to goodness life-changing because whenever you're able to break down what that inner critic is saying to you and understand where it's coming from and talk back to it and you know ask for that evidence challenge it a little bit and also ultimately appreciate that you're okay you're safe you're not in immediate danger there's nothing to be afraid of and that you are so capable of doing the thing that you're about to do then you know it it just comes on leaps and bounds and quite often I would recommend if if you're starting out doing this sometimes it's easier to write down the thought that you're having that that inner critic what whatever that inner critic is telling you write it down and when you take it out of your head and into the physical space it becomes a lot easier to be able to untangle it or to decipher it and to ultimately just understand it. And that can be really beneficial whenever it comes to recognizing these patterns and challenging those patterns. Because once you you kind of put it into practice, what happens is you become capable of recognizing fact from fiction. So while that inner critic is trying to slide in these really lovely thoughts into your head throughout your day as you're going about your life, you're able to catch those thoughts 
and recognize, is this fact or fiction right now? Is this just my inner critic trying to put me off of something? Or is this legitimate? Like, is this a legitimate fear, you know? And uh, it's, I think to give you a bit of an extreme example, it's, it might be that inner critic is speaking up and telling you, you know, oh, don't, don't go, don't go and have a word with your, your manager about your performance. Like, don't go and do that. Like, don't go and talk to your boss about something that's been on your mind. Like, just, you know, no, he's going to be angry with you. It's, it's going to be uncomfortable. Like, don't do that. It's, it's not a good thing to do. When ultimately, you know that by having that conversation, it's going to benefit you in the long run. Your, your inner critic is just feeling afraid because they don't want to be judged or they don't want to, you know, they don't want to, they have that fear, that that fear of, of failure or of not being enough or maybe even being vulnerable towards somebody um, or with, with somebody that maybe that you've never been vulnerable with. And that's a that's a great time for you to, to sort of squash that inner critic's voice. Whereas if you were maybe walking down the road and someone stops a car, puts down the window and says, hey, get in the back of my car, I'll show you a good time. And something in your head is telling you, don't do that. That's a really bad idea. <laughs> You're able to say, oh, hang on, that's fact. I should listen to that voice. Whereas that inner critic earlier about my boss, that was fiction. <laughs> so as you kind of practice this and practice challenging these feelings and these thoughts, it will become a lot easier. And with that inner critic now off your back because you're you know you've you've got such a good handle on it and you're able to kind of you know separate these things out you've got this inner critic now off your back it's going to give you so much more room and so much more space and so much more energy to actually work on things that you want or that you want to achieve you will finally instead of being held back by fear or held back by you know um, there's sort of limiting feelings, there's limiting beliefs, all of, all of that stuff that your inner critic will try and throw at you, you can, you can just let that go. You can just challenge it and let it go. And you can start actually doing the things in your life that you really want to do. You can go after that job that you want, that promotion that you want. You can, you know, go out and meet the love of your life. You can do whatever it is that you want to do because you now have that inner critic off your back and you know that you're capable of anything that you put your mind to. And that's really, really powerful. So much so that it had actually inspired my ebook that I've just launched. And it's called The 90 Day Goal. And it's about achieving your goal in just three months. And what is really nice about this is I was really struggling with like New Year's resolutions. And I do it every year. I struggle with it every year. And a big part of that is that inner critic talking you out of that thing or then come the end of the year when you haven't achieved those goals, piping up and telling you, you know, haha, I told you so, <laughs> which is just as horrible a feeling. So instead, I've utilized these skills, I've utilized this sort of stuff and I have put it together in this fantastic ebook that's totally beginners friendly and it's a digital download so you can download it straight away it's undated and you can start working on these goals any time of the year as soon as you want to work uh, work on them and it's so packed full of these amazing tips and advice and everything that is ultimately going to help you get really clear on your goal squash that inner critic and give you actionable sustainable steps in actually achieving that goal
So um, as a bit of a thanks for listening to my episode and, and watching my first video episode, if that's what you're also doing, uh, I'd like to give you a voucher code or a discount code, sorry. Um, so if you use the discount code podcast15 at checkout when you're purchasing the ebook, you'll get 15% off of your order. And that's available until the 30th of April, uh, 2023. So yeah, you can download it. You can get working on your goals straight away, or you can do it a bit of hand in hand inner critic work if that's what works better for you. But yeah, it's something that has been really beneficial for me and, and my own personal goals. And I really wanted to share those advice and those tools as well with you. Um, that's podcast 15 and uh, you can just use it at checkout. I will leave a little link in the description box down below um, that will tell you, or sorry, in the episode notes or whatever it is that they call it nowadays, these podcasters. But yeah, the link will be in the um, show notes and you can have a look and download it now. If you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram. That's at guilt underscore free, G-Y-L-T underscore free. And uh, yeah, I would love to, I'd love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. If you are listening on Apple or um, Spotify, you can rate or leave a review. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate you listening in today and I will see you in my next episode. Bye.